the following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, the Mexican. Uh, we are on episode 79, and we are going to discuss two things, two main things. I promise, just two. One is a follow up on the family situation in Mexi's life that was previously mentioned just a little bit uh, regarding why everybody is pissed at Mexi's mother Maria which boils down to whether you're on team Chacha my mom's nickname or team Carmela my cousin so Mexi did some research and pulled the audience on Twitter on Facebook via text to see if he was crazy in his reasoning. The second subject we're going to discuss is basically the conundrum of Mexi having to choose Ashley or Emily. So, let's start with the family drama. So, as you know, my cousin Carmela and her family so my aunt aka my mom's older sister and all her kids except the eldest are pissed at my mom for four basic reasons Um, as I mentioned before those four reasons being my mom is married to my dad who is the person that slapped the oldest daughter's kid when he was uh, when he was 14 or 15 at the time back in 2004 uh, because of a nonsense poker game that got heated because my dad is too competitive and obviously a 15 year old is just as much as competitive and you know my cousin Daniel aka Makas he could be stubborn too and when he was younger he was a pain in the butt so I'm not surprised that a heated discussion came about. But as a 50-year-old adult 
versus a 15-year-old kid, there's no reason you should slap the shit out of them in front of everybody, especially when you're not the parent. And the parent's there. So, and he did that in front of, like, their family, my mom, my brothers, I forget who else was there. I wasn't there. But that was the thing that started the whole the whole debacle. Because of that, that side of the family stopped hanging out with my mom because she's married to my dad. And for a time, my mom would entertain conversations with my cousins about how my dad was behaving. And then back in 2007, when they almost got divorced, I mean, she would talk to my cousins all the time about it, about leaving my dad. So that wasn't really... I mean, yeah, that started everything, but, you know, eventually that was not what ultimately led to the decision to, like, basically just ghost my mom or us. Um, Although they always see me, like, I always see them whenever I go visit. But anyways, the second part, scenario B, that occurred was about... Two years ago or so um, I was not talking to my mom at the time And She Over the years Would get upset that my cousins would always uh, You know Hang out with other people Come to Columbus and not see my mom And yada 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 So she ended up blocking them on Facebook Without anybody knowing This led to Them not being able to see Anything my mom puts up Which Just so happened to coincide with You know around that time in April um, Her older uh, Her older sister uh, My cousin's mom uh, Aunt Grace Was having her 70th birthday party Well her 70th birthday And my mom thought it would be a good idea to have a surprise birthday party. So she wasn't really the organizer, but she helped organize the whole thing with some other family people and friends of friends. And I forget who was involved in the organizing. But anyways, this was done through the group page for the Arias family on Facebook. So my mom and the entire side of the family have one big Facebook group that everybody checks for everything. My cousins are in that Facebook group. So, my mom put on on a status that basically said, hey, let's start planning the surprise birthday party. My cousins could not see it. And when you block someone, I know this because I've blocked people on Facebook, you not only can't see the comments, but you can't see any other comment that's associated to that initial comment. It's like a whole separate conversation. So my cousins had no clue that they were there was going to be a surprise birthday party for their own mother. So they found out about the party the week before because the youngest kid of my aunt, uh, my cousin Kito, messaged or called one of my cousins, you know, his sisters. Uh, I think he called Carmela first. And asked if, you know, when she was getting to Chihuahua, where, you know, they live, for the party. 
And she had no clue. So her and her sister Claudia, my other cousin in DC, had to basically drop everything and request emergency PTO from work for both, buy last minute tickets to go to Chihuahua, which again, from DC, it's two flights. From Cincinnati, it's two flights as well. Just to get there on time. And, oh, they were furious. When they confronted my mother, my mother thought she was justified and said, well, you guys never hang out. I thought I didn't know you guys wouldn't be able to see it. I'm like, are you shitting me? And like, well, let's not make a scene. We'll talk about this later. No, 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 no. I, uh, oh, I, I mean, yeah. Then, last year, supposedly, my mom, around Labor Day weekend, went to Chihuahua to visit family. Well, it turns out that she found out, or already knew, that the eldest, my cousin Ketty, and his wife were separated. I still don't know why. Apparently people know and refuse to tell me. Lying to my face, but all right. Um, so she knew they were separated, and she went to, you know, Kotemuk, where uh, it's about an hour, you know, west of uh, Chihuahua, um, where my Aunt Grace lives. And, you know, instead of hanging out or staying with her to make sure she was okay because her health is declining, keep that in mind, that will will be brought up here in a second. Or, you know, Keto or anybody else that uh, supposedly she was going to stay with a friend. Supposedly, the separated wife of... My cousin Ketty offered, hey, why don't you stay with us? So my mom did. She stayed with basically the separated wife. Which is already weird because their relationship is little to non-existent. Like, she's an in-law. Why would you stay with someone that's separated from... The person that's actually the blood relative. That's just weird to me. But on top of that, I'm sure my mom was talking smack about people to her. You know, the separated wife. And the 16-year-old daughter. They have two kids. 16-year-old daughter decided to send a Facebook message to my cousin Carmela. Basically... Telling her to quit talking shit And to shut her mouth Now I read the Facebook message And it kind of reads Like my mom's words So I get that a 16 year old You know has a mind of their own But nobody wakes up Thinking hey Let me see who I can piss off today And just start pissing them off I don't do that I woke up today Hey let me you know do this and that At no point did I say Oh Hey Let me see who I can piss off I think I'm gonna piss off Kato today Or let me piss off my mom No Now My cousin Carmela Showed me the message And asked me when my mom was over there I knew it was Labor Day weekend 
And the message was sent on the 3rd of September, which was that Labor Day weekend. But my mom got back on the 1st. So literally, two days later, that message was sent. So my mom couldn't have not sent it herself. But I'm guessing something she said that was overheard had something to do with it because nobody just again like I said nobody wakes up and just starts blabbing and blasting someone for no reason it's like oh let me insult Mormons today oh let me insult my cousin today blah 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 especially when I don't Facebook message them at all so final scenario or thing that happened all these actions uh, why my cousin and why, why Team Carmela doesn't want to hang out or talk to my mom? So anybody who supports Carmela, which is you know the cousin that is the most mad at my mom, bases their analysis on these four actions. The last one is for some odd reason my mom decided to snoop on Facebook and find out that my grandpa Babaku, <coughs> girl name Enrique. You know, the patriarch of the family never has had a blemish on his record. Like, literally, the guy, I've never heard a bad thing about him, and I I don't even remember him. Like, I, like I, I was eight months when he died. So he died in 1983. So he's been dead for 33 years. Not a bad thing has ever been spoken about him. Well, it turns out that he had an affair and had an illegitimate child with some other lady who supposedly was the cleaning lady of their house. Now, that's rumor. I don't necessarily know how truthful that is. But apparently my mom discovered that the illegitimate child does exist. Because that was a rumor back in the day that was squashed multiple times. But my mom found out contacted him via Facebook message then started texting him he apparently lives in Bakersfield I verified the area code he does have a Bakersfield area code however I found him on Facebook and noticed that he it still says that he lives in Chihuahua so either A he never updates his Facebook which is kind of weird for somebody who lives in the US but okay Or that's a different person. Anyways. So my mom, knowing that my Aunt Grace, as I said, she, her, you know, physical condition, uh, medically, her condition has been declining over the years. For, you know, she never took care of her diabetes. You know, she had issues with her, with her husband, my uncle, whatever the case, whatever scenario you want to attribute to the decline in her health. Mainly, she never took care of herself and now she has all these health issues. But anyways. She always takes it very strongly when she receives, like, upsetting bad news about whatever. So, my mom, her sister, knowing this, why, especially with my my, my grandpa being dead... Like, why would you upset everybody who thinks he's, like, a super role model just to tell them? 
Like nobody is asking you to tell them. If you wanted to know for yourself and you found out, great. Keep it to yourself. But not only did she tell everyone, she told Grace. And since then, the last couple years, her health has gotten way worse. Now, obviously, we're not going to say it's directly related to this. But it obviously appears to be a contributing factor. It is a well-known fact that when people receive bad news and they're in a poor health condition, it impacts them too. Especially my own Grace, who's, no, this is not the first time this has happened. So why on earth would you tell her? See, I would have presented the situation. Hey, Aunt Grace, I found out something bad about Papa Koo. Do you want to know? If she says yes, then you tell her. If she says no, well, then don't tell her. But she told Aunt Yu Yu and Aunt Grace, and they both got mad at her because why would you snoop? Why would you bring this up? And they're upset because my mom is in contact with the guy. Okay. That part, I will say, you know, it's kind of silly that you're mad at her because you can at least respect the decision. Look, okay, she wants to keep in contact. Maybe they don't want to do that. That's fine. No big deal. But why would you tell them? Then Aunt Grace told Carmela and Claudia, her two daughters, and they are pissed at my mom because they directly, obviously, associate her recent decline in health from finding out this news about a couple years ago. Now, my mom claims she found out five years ago. But again, same scenario applies. The health has been declined. It's not like it magically stopped three years and then picked back up. So, because my mom is the common denominator in all these situations, these four actions have led to everybody being upset at my mom. Aunt Yu Yu is on Team Carmela and everybody else is on Team Carmela. Obviously, Ketty is on Team Cha-Cha because my mom actually talks to him and defends his side of his own issues with his family. You know, Aunt Grace and my uncle had to sell their, you know, apple picking business because um, they needed money, you know, and the, the... the company wasn't really producing much. It was in decline. So might as well sell it, you know, instead of having to foreclose on it. Well, my cousin Ketty at the time was the one mainly banking on that income and running it. So it affected him more, but he received three years severance package. Nobody else got money. So, I mean, I get that he feels like they threw him on the street, but... As a family, it was a business decision, so I was told, again, it's all business. You can't really be pissed about that in the long run. Just, just, it makes no sense. He'll eventually get over. But my mom sides with that, so he's on Team Chacha. So those are the two teams. Team Chacha, Team Carmela. Everybody seems to have picked sides. Now, you may wonder... Why, Mexi? Why are you involved in this? I literally was not part of any of these situations at all. Like, I wasn't there for any of these events. But I'm involved because it drives me nuts that every time I hang out with my cousins, who I rarely see because, obviously, you know, the aforementioned situations, 
they always bring up something new that my mom has done or my mom does and I get mad because it seems ludicrous like if I was my mom I would have already apologized for at least all of these events because here's how I look at it and this is why I polled the audience I could not possibly be the only crazy one that believes that my cousins have a right to be mad I look at all four scenarios and I put myself in those shoes. So let's say, first scenario, me and me and my ex, Helen, let's say, oh no, actually bad example. Let's not use Helen, let's use Gina because Gina had kids. Let's just say Gina and myself were hanging out with my family and my cousins and the kid, Jordan, man, I can't believe I still remember his name. Um, Let's say he was part of our poker game. You know, just a random, meaningless poker game. And started winning. And started, you know, talking shit. Mind you, I think at the time he was three or five. I can't remember exactly. But the point being, my dad gets upset and slaps the shit out of him. Gina has a right to be pissed. I, consequently, have also a right to be pissed. Why the fuck... Would you slap a kid? Mind you, in this scenario, the kid's 15. But if it's a meaningless poker game and I am in my 50s, even right now, I don't think I've ever gotten into a heated argument and wanted to punch a 15-year-old. And I'm 30 fucking three. Now, if Gina got into the argument with my dad and Gina slapped my dad or my dad slapped Gina, well... The fact that he slapped a woman, that would be a problem. But let's say, you know, it was one of my friends, Kato. Let's say Kato got in an argument with my dad and my dad slapped him. Kato's a grown man, he could defend himself. I would be less mad. But still, Kato has the right to be mad. He got slapped. He was talking shit. So maybe it is quite deserved. It depends on what kind of shit he was talking. I get that. But again... 15 year old kid I'd be pissed Scenario number 2 The unplanned birthday party If somebody literally That close to the family Planned a surprise birthday party For my two brothers And I wasn't invited I'd be upset Now The other scenario If my mom slept at the house of any one of my exes, yes, I'd be weirded out and upset. And if I had a family member that I knew was in like in bad condition, like my dad, my dad's getting worse because he doesn't take care of his diabetes. Let's say my dad gets affected with negative news, you know, overstresses over negative news, and you know it, it, it affects his health. And my mom tells him something he, she found out about. His side of the family I'd be kind of upset on my mom But I can't possibly be the only one that thinks that way So I pulled Facebook I pulled Twitter I pulled the audience I asked everybody And to this day Many people Now I kept it more like Random And a little bit You know Generalized So that like Not too many specifics would be out there On social media But again, most people answered, you know, it depends on what was said. It depends on this. 
Um, yeah, that is a little weird. Uh, I would not be mad in some scenarios. Like, basically, I, I listed them A through D. <clears throat> some said they'd be mad at scenario A and C, but not the other. Some said B and D. Some said B and C. You know, it was all over the place. But the common factor is nobody has yet to go on there and say... Now, mind you, it does not say on on the social media uh, poll that it's the same person's involved in all four scenarios. But nobody has said yes to all four. Nobody has said, "Oh yeah, I wouldn't be mad." Oh yeah, no, I, I you know I would let that go. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's not weird. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I'm okay with it. Nobody has said, "Yeah, okay, fine, no big deal." To all four. No one. So clearly, I am not the only one that thinks this way. Now, mind you, if people listen to this and you knew now what the situation is, you may change your mind. But again, if you think that my mom is justified in all four of these scenarios and you think that my cousins have no reason to be mad then please let me know. Because you are on Team Cha-Cha. You basically are one of the few. And the worst part is, my mom doesn't get that that's why they're upset. She's too focused on the hearsay. She's too focused on, oh, well, he said this. Oh, well, they said this. Oh, I can't believe they told you about your half-uncle. They should have not told you. that they didn't never, They didn't have a right to tell you. Really? You were going to tell me? Well, I found out five years ago. I was I was going to tell you soon. Oh, how convenient. So now she's mad at them for telling me. But that, again, to focus on the he said, she said, she said. No, 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 no. They're upset for those four actions, which my mother, upon questioning, has already agreed that she did do them. So... She's guilty. Because that's the reason they're upset. And you should apologize for having done those four things. If you're not going to, then that's a problem. Then they have the right to be upset. It's like when my mom and I were mad. I didn't talk to her for two years. Because she left me on the side of the road. On purpose. Not because she forgot. On purpose. But you're right. And instead of apologizing, she made this whole spiel, didn't even know why I was mad, finally apologized two years later. So now we're on speaking terms, you know, obviously. But I've since found out that she still does not understand why I was mad. It's not about what I said, what she said. I am upset because you purposely chose to leave me on the side of the road when I didn't have a car. After you already had forgotten to pick me up from the gym, after you didn't take me to go get groceries or come home to do laundry because they didn't have a car, so why would I assume that that Monday you were going to take me to work? I found a ride to work. She messaged me, hey, I'm here. Well, how am I supposed to know you were finally going to show up? I already am at work. Thank you. I just need a ride home. No response back. Just never showed up. I had to walk home. That's why I'm pissed. 
the one time she purposely forgot to leave to pick me up. But purposely forgot. She flat out chose not to do it. Knowing full well that I need a ride home from work. Now, of course, you may say, well, that's kind of stupid. Well, I'm like, yeah, but that's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And she admitted that that was wrong and apologized. But apparently that was just to shut me up. Because to this day, she still doesn't get why I was mad. Just like she still doesn't get why my cousins are mad. It's the actions. Not about something that was said. Nobody cares really about whether, you know, the daughter Marcella actually sent the message to Carmela. They just find it convenient that it was around that time. But they are upset because you mainly went and stayed with the separated in-law. As opposed to any other scenario where you were, could have stayed. And you barely know her. Not like your BFFs. So. That's why. And I have a, you know. I might pull, I might put this status. Or this. Mixing Mind Matters episode. And on more. Realms, messages, and social media outlets. So that people can know the issue. Because she needs to know. She's focusing on the hearsay. Which, again, it doesn't matter what was said. Because unless you show me concrete evidence, pull up bank statements, you know, sworn affidavits, you know... Phone records, whatever the case may be, whatever you need to verify is pointless because those actions still happened. My mom was so upset when when we discussed this. She wanted to get everybody in the room and and you know talk things out. No, when, nobody's going to want to come to listen to you talk over them. And just get yelled at for something they have said that they didn't say. Now, I do think that it's kind of shitty that my Aunt Yuyu, who was supposed to be here to visit us, and then go to my brother's graduation, you know, on June uh, 2nd. Now, she's still going to graduation, I hope. But I find it kind of shitty that she's, you know, basically is staying the whole time down in Cincinnati. Now, I'm guessing my mom tried talking to her about some shit. And then when she called her, when she was already down in Cincinnati, she got more upset and then just decided not to come back. But that's still a little bit shitty because my cousins did not know she was coming until I told them. And then they used that as an excuse to have her come down to see uh, their kids, uh, Sion's uh, high school graduation. Which again, it's one day, so no big deal. But now she's been down there, you know, for weeks. But, you know, my mom says that they rarely have anything to talk about. Well, yeah, mom, because aside from gossip, it's funny how she's very hypocritical. She got she calls other people, including myself, that we got like, gossipers, that we gossip about all this shit. 
Yet she's the one that only talks about it Is focusing on the hearsay And I could see that I could see my aunt Yu and my mom Not having anything else in common And my cousins kind of do Because they see each other all the time Rightfully so So she's down there in Cincinnati having a good time what was my mom going to do? Show her the same exact things that she sees, shows her, shows everybody who comes to Columbus? Mirror Lake. Ooh, the mall. Ooh. It's like my mom has no life. And you expect people to hang out with you. And I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way because, I mean, I'm every weekend I'm gone doing something. Enrique's in Detroit. Ricky's in, touring with his band. My dad's at work all the time So basically the only person she talks to is Cha-Cha At home And what are they going to talk about? The same bullshit as always what, That she's mad about? No I don't blame her I do think it's a slightly shitty But I don't blame her um, But yeah How about mom? How about you apologize for those four situations And then maybe start, Things will start getting better I just want to hang out with my cousins. That's all, that's all I want. I just want a normal, healthy relationship with my cousins that I used to have when I was a kid. And then it just deteriorated because nobody on either side of the family likes my mother. What a surprise. And every, every so often I'll tell her, I was like, see that right there? That's the kind of behavior as to why people get annoyed and don't like hanging out with you. I point things out and she still doesn't get them. And it's kind of like I live in a Mexican soap opera Which, as we all know, I hate Mexican soap opera So this is why I'm bringing this up And trying to get the truth out there So that things can finally be done with Nobody fucking cares People need to let it go So I can hang out with my cousins There And that's all I have to say about that Let's move on to the other topic Ashley versus Emily. Now, for those who have seen pictures, I would say Ashley is slightly prettier. However, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. Oh, allergy season, people. But, <clears throat> Ashley does have that medical condition, a weaker immune system that causes all of these problems. So in the long run, that's not a good thing. However, it seems that she's slightly more lovey-dovey than Emily. See, Ashley's of Mexican descent, so she's got that going for her. Emily is of German descent, so she's got the little, like, German coldness to her. I've technically gotten more busy with Emily than Ashley. But in neither scenario, we've had technically the talk. I mean, with Emily, we've a little bit touched on it here and there. But, again, at this point, one lives in North Canton, the other one lives in Piqua. So, neither one is in Ohio. I mean, in Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio. So, I mean... Technically, I have two. I'm seeing both of them. That's not how we're going to describe it. Now, yes, Emily is technically with KNR, so technically that is a violation of the Platinum Rule, per se. She is the intake department, so not the same office, 
but the same company. So, yeah. Kind of like a Helen situation. We don't know how that turned out. But anyways. Um, I also technically see Emily slightly more than Ashley. But, again, with both of them being out of town, I don't see him as much as a normal woman would see me if they lived in Columbus. Speaking of which, enter into the fray, Queenie, who is my B paralegal for one of my attorneys at KR. She is in the Columbus office. We work together, technically. That would be a huge platinum rule violation. But rumors are starting to go around the office that, you know, she wants to be a contender. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know how I would play play that off. I would have to literally make sure. I don't know. One of us would have to be like in a separate office. I, I don't know. It would be that would definitely be a platinum rule violation. Clear cut platinum rule violation. Um. So who knows? By the way, my ex Helen keeps calling and I keep not answering because I really am not going to be entertained with nonsense. Um, the main thing she keeps calling about is she wants me to take down the video now. She keeps not specifying which video because she doesn't say anything because I don't answer. She doesn't leave any voicemails, but she'll send a text to the king, please take down the video. Uh, which one? The one of you peeing yourself or the one of you walking around with your hairy vagina? Please be specific. Now, do people get this too? Because I'm pretty sure if somebody puts up a hilarious video of somebody they know, um, they can choose whether to put it up there or not. So, again, as I always say, don't do super shit on camera. Hey, if this gets enough views, maybe she'll be famous. I hope not, and I doubt it. But the main thing is, isn't she supposed to be in Colombia backpacking through South America? Who's calling me five times a week about bullshit? Just leave a voicemail, let me know that you're, you know, some Colombian drug lord's like slitting your throat. And he's, uh, you know, head of the cartel. And he's in uh, Colombia. I have this phone of uh, Miss Helen. She wants to, you to pay the ransom. Ha, 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 ha. It's either that or she wants me to do her IBR, her taxes, which I don't even know how she did them. But hey. Not my circus. Definitely not my monkeys. So that was a little sidebar there. But anyways, back to who to pick. Ashley or Emily um, It seems that Things are leading to The same scenario as before It seems history is rep- Destined to repeat itself Unless Ashley Hangs out with me on a more regular basis Eventually That's going to cause me to basically pick Emily because at least We see each other during work fun- Functions and when I drive up there Or she drives down here Ashley always has some excuse Medical thing Family thing Oh my god It's it's hard to keep up 
okay? If I could, literally, I could fix everything if science could give me a way to basically copy and transplant my immune system into her so we can stop this bullshit. That's basically the easy fix to this. Like, 100% serious. And in the near future that ever happens, I will sign up immediately. Now, if we go by my chart, Mexicanness, Ashley, I think it, it, it dev wins in that category. Sports, I would say Emily. Intelligence, about the same. Maybe the slight edge on Ashley. Personality is kind of like a flip-flop because, like I said, I, I subscribe to the theory that, you know, if you learn multiple languages, you technically have multiple personalities, you know, in your head that you have to juggle. And they each fit one of the personalities, you know, one's more romantic, kind of like the Ted Mosby in me, the other one's more of an asshole like the Barney Stinson side. So it's, that's up in the air. Looks, like I said, I think Ashley's slightly prettier, more proportionate. Uh, Emily just got the better butt. But Ashley is close to my age, she's 29, just turned 29, and Emily just turned basically 24, so she's nine years younger than me. She's basically the limit, because if they're younger than my little brother, I would not date them. I would, I would fuck anybody who's 18 or over, don't get me wrong, but I would not date anybody that's younger than my little brother. That is a rule. But Nixie, you always violate your rules. Oh, hush. Anyway, again, with Ashley, I wouldn't be violating no planet. So that's... That's the analysis. I, well, I mean, we could also throw Ashley technically likes the Patriots. I have no beef with Tom Brady. Um, Emily's a Cavs fan, not really football. Um, again, Cavs could care less. Neither one of them runs, but they support my running from afar. Neither one of us come to watch me play footy. Again, don't really have to. But maybe they might. Emily said she uh, would want to come to Raleigh, North Carolina for the uh, East Regional Tournament. But more on that later. So like I said, the decision is tough. Right now, I'm flat out content keeping both because I don't want history to repeat itself. I don't want to have to pick Emily because Ashley and I hang out a lot less because we saw what happened last time when I picked Helen. So we'll have to see. We'll have to weigh it out, see which one of the two breaks and wants to have the talk. Maybe I'll just keep two of them. You know, everybody in my family likes to cheat, apparently. Tying it back to, you know, the patriarch of the family. My grandpa on my mom's side. No bad things ever said about him until this was dug up. Pfft, nonsense. Well, anywho, um, that is all we have for the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as always, check us out on Twitter at SuperAssholeMex. On Facebook, Alex Ferrari, a.k.a. The Mexican. 
YouTube channel, Supermax, SoundCloud, Supermax, all well, the episodes are on there. Um, and also, let us know what you think about the family drama. Is my mom justified? Let us know. We might discuss that later. Um, I'm thinking of putting up a DX Special 3 uh, sometime soon. Also, we have to discuss the NBA Finals here in an episode or so. Uh, as well as my Vermont trip. So we'll see how that goes. But until then, this was episode 79. Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Later, alligator.